I'd like to begin with a little story in a, a small town. There was the uh, owner of a uh, pet store right in the center of town who uh, one day put a sign up in his store window and it read, Puppies for Sale. Well, this uh, little boy came walking along, saw it, and went home and asked his parents and they gave the, gave the green light and he came back, went into the store and uh, he asked, said to the owner, hey, I'd like to, uh, like to take a look at those, uh, those puppies. So he whistled and out came a, a golden retriever followed by a number of puppies. And uh, trailing behind, quite far behind, was uh, the last puppy and uh, it was limping along and the boy said, uh, what's wrong with that one? And the owner said, it was born with a deformed hip. It's never gonna amount to a much of a dog. And the boy said, that's the one I want. And he said, like I was saying, that puppy's not gonna amount to much of a dog. I don't think he wanna go in that direction. And you know, they're going back and forth, he insisted. And uh, finally this boy, uh, he rolled up uh, his uh, right pant leg to reveal a uh, heavy steel brace. And he said, uh, I don't run so well myself that puppy's gonna need someone who understands. We believe as Christians that God can bring good out of suffering, out of tough times, even, even out of sin. You know, when things happen in our lives, we sometimes wonder what good can possibly come out of this. You know, we hear Jesus today talking about the cross. You know, for that little boy, it was a, the grace of compassion and when Jesus went to the cross, he took upon himself human sinfulness. He even took on the powers of death. And uh, there was a battle that took place. And Jesus conquered that on the cross. We know that Jesus is risen. Now, sometimes when people will ask me, uh, you know, why don't we have a resurrected Jesus in the, uh, you know, in the sanctuary? And the, the reason we don't is because we need to know that uh, our God is willing to do anything so that we can have life even giving his life. We know Jesus is risen. And you look at St. Peter in, in today's gospel, and at first he, he's looking pretty good. You know, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you're the Christ, the Messiah. And one of the gospels, Jesus commends him significantly. But then right after that, Jesus is talking with them about uh, the journey to Jerusalem. He's gonna have to uh, suffer. He's gonna have to give his life. And, uh, and then you hear Peter, in a way, he takes Jesus aside and he's basically saying to him, Jesus, there's gotta be an easier, softer way to accomplish your mission. And uh, Jesus' words to him are pretty harsh. He says, get behind me, Satan. You're thinking as human beings and not as God does. And the cross is part of the journey. And the amazing thing is God can do powerful things in our lives when we're on the mountaintop, when life's going great, beautiful weather like today, and sometimes that's our, our lives. But sooner or later, those uh, Hurricane Florences come into our lives and we, we can be shaken. And you look, at the, you look at St. Peter, he denied Jesus three times. He, he failed miserably. He abandoned Jesus at his time of greatest need. He probably was despondent over his failure. He knew the cross. But when you catch up with St. Peter after the resurrection, he's a different man. He's humble, he's on fire with the gospel, he's full of life, something happened. You know, he was restored and forgiven by the Lord and he would go on to proclaim the gospel to the end of his days. 
But something powerful happened in his life. That's what God can do when we avail ourselves to that grace that comes from the cross. He can transform even our weaknesses into something good. And for all of us gathered here today, and most of the time life is going really good, but we, we all have those times where it is a time of suffering, maybe a time of hardship, where all of a sudden there's a, a diagnosis that comes your way or for a loved one and a significant illness, or maybe the sudden death of a, of, a, of a loved one. It could be losing a job, stuff happening at, at, at work for the young people here. There can be times of, of discouragement. There can be marriage and family problems. Could be an addiction grabs hold of a, a, of a loved one. And uh, we, we know those times where it's the cross. Even living out our faith in this world, it can be a challenge. And I think our Lord wants us to know that he, he went to the cross so that we would always have hope, so we always have the possibility of, of new life. And what God can do, like in that little story where there's the grace of compassion, he can, uh, he can breathe into us a deeper compassion, generosity, humility, a spirit of forgiveness. There's all kinds of virtues. And we can grow when we're on the mountaintop, but I find the times we grow the most are those times when, uh, when, when it is tough times and we open ourselves in a deeper way to the grace of God and he can transform that into really Christian character that's formed in, in virtue. So that's why, we, that's why we, we never lose hope. And if, if you notice that people who may be going through something that you've gone through in your life, maybe a tough time, whatever that might be, however that might, what, what might look, but uh, you're, you're, you're extra compassionate because you know what it's like. And we believe that those crosses, you know, that can become bridges and the Lord can work through us to really help another Who's someone's experiencing something that, that we've gone through. And that's why, we, uh, that's why we always have hope. And our Lord, who gave his life, wants us to know that wherever we're at, whatever season of life, that he is there for you and me to give us strength and hope for, for the journey. You know, as, as Catholics, this is a, uh, a, a time where we're going through really tough times. And it's definitely the, the cross uh, because of uh, the sins and crimes of bishops and priests. And uh, I know it can be uh, a, a discouragement, for, discouragement for probably for you, for me, but I think we have, to, uh, we have to stay centered in the Lord and the gospel message. And again, we believe that uh, the Lord, through his grace, he can bring about renewal, the reforms we need. And my, my prayers for a more purified church, especially with our leadership today, we have good shepherds for the people of God. And uh, again, the, the, the renewal that we need and the humility and the holiness in the best sense of, of, of that word. And so we ask God for that grace upon our church and uh, let us not lose heart because the Lord needs us out there to live and to share the gospel message. And the evil one has no greater desire than for us to just throw in the towel and, and give up. Because it's the Lord's church. He's at the center of it. And whenever we celebrate the Eucharist, we know that in a very, very profound way. He is our nourishment so that we become more like him, become more and more Christ-like, so that we're strengthened as his disciples out there. So it's really a time where we, we know the cross. 
And we pray from that cross that Jesus bring healing to anyone who's been victimized, anyone who is hurt or wounded, that God bring to the whole church his presence so that we know that we can be about uh, his work in this world to reflect his light. So as we gather today and receive the Eucharist, let's pray for that grace that we can go forth strengthened as the body of Christ for the salvation of the world.